When young people from migrant and refugee backgrounds arrive in Australia, they face barriers that can seem insurmountable. Unemployment, isolation and difficulties accessing education and training. But what if they could design their own future? In this episode of the Quick Unpick podcast, I chat to Alexandra Nadell Djokovic and Luca Ray from Ethical Clothing Australia accredited social enterprise label, The Social Studio. The Social Studio empowers young people from migrant and refugee backgrounds by providing fashion and industry-based solutions to the main obstacles they face upon arriving in our community. They do this by creating jobs, providing education opportunities, encouraging community engagement and fostering social inclusion. Their unique model is made up of three fashion-based non-for-profit social enterprises, an RMIT accredited school, an ethical production studio and a retail store. The common thread? Every one of these different initiatives exists to empower Australia's migrant and refugee youth through education and employment. Each part of their ecosystem either provides these practical opportunities or funds them. So when you shop or produce locally with The Social Studio, you help build futures in more ways than one. Listen in to find out how the organisation came about, the incredible threads they make under their roof in Melbourne, and how they're using fashion for good to empower and connect migrants and refugees who are new to this country. I'm Brittany Dreghorn. I'm the founder and editor at Brits List, an online publication dedicated to telling the stories of Australian fashion brands. And this is The Quick Unpick. Luca, welcome to the Quick Unpick podcast. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So great to have you on here. Um, Alex, can you tell me a bit about The Social Studio and how it all came about? Yeah, sure. Uh, The Social Studio was founded in 2009 uh, here in Collingwood in Melbourne. It's a social enterprise not-for-profit that was created to uh, overcome barriers that um, refugee and new migrant communities face when coming to Australia. Uh, and the way that we do that is to use fashion as the vehicle. So we are a, um, a fashion school that's accredited by RMIT University. We're also a retail store, a fashion label and an ethical production studio. We're proudly accredited by the ECA since we founded in 2009 as well. So, yeah, um, yeah, everything we do is about creating education and employment opportunities for people from a refugee or new migrant background. That's amazing. I love seeing fashion as a vehicle for change. And I think that there is more and more brands kind of popping up to make that happen. It's amazing now, I guess, the the spectrum of what a brand can do with its impact. And I think, um, you know, there's opportunity at multiple levels of the supply chain. So, the social studio exists to create social benefits for your students, staff and their communities. How does this happen? Yeah, so I mentioned the different parts of our organisation. We've got the fashion school um, and that's education that's provided free to refugee youth. Um, in At the moment, we run a certificate three in clothing production and that course runs for 18 months. Um, we also offer social sewing classes. So that's a, an eight-week learn-to-sew kind of intro class that we offer and that's also free to the people participating. Um, so that's kind of the education side of what we do. And then we have our production studio, our label and our retail store. And 
that works in two ways to help support our community. The first is to create revenue that helps fund the education programs. And then the other way that they work is to create um, jobs and traineeships, um, internships, those sorts of things that um, that we can provide to, to our community as well. So uh, wherever we can, we do try to hire from a refugee or new migrant background. And at the moment, 80% of our team actually come from that community. Um, and then, yeah, we also build in all of the different internships and traineeships and, and those sorts of programs to create those employment opportunities. And then our goal is really to, um, to help people from a refugee or new migrant background go on to either do further study or to get jobs in industry or anything that they're interested in doing. Yeah, wow. So it's really holistic. It's not just a matter of come in, do this thing. It's um, you're really training people up to help them to become confident, grow skills, and then get back into the community. Yeah, absolutely. There's um, in amongst all of that, we also offer a lot of wraparound support. So there's assistance with, um, you know, everything from computer literacy, English literacy, um, working on a resume, you know, upskilling to go to job interviews, all of those sorts of things. So it's it's really, um, yeah, very much a holistic community space. And we, we try really hard to respond to what our students um, and um, the different people we work with really want to achieve in their life. So we've had people go on to study um, nursing and accounting or aeronautical engineering. And then we've had people who also go on to start their own fashion labels um, or you know one of our past students he's he's been the production manager at nobody for the last 10 years and so yeah people go on to do all sorts of wonderful things and it's really just supporting them giving them you know the opportunity to kind of you know have a chance to do the things that they want to do and design their own life for sure it's like a stepping stone by the sounds of it and really really important um you touched on it then social studio is not just a clothing label it's also a fashion school a retail store you've got your production there how does it all come together under one roof what does that look like yeah, so we um, we recently moved to the Collingwood Yards. So um, it's a new arts precinct that's um, been developed here in Collingwood. And so um, we're very proudly a part of this community here. But um, we have our main studio that's um, within the precinct and we run the school and our production studio from there as well as all of the kind of the behind the scenes of retail. And, um, and then we have a standalone retail store also on the precinct that we're actually working on launching to reopen um, in December at the moment. So that'll be a new store um, that we're opening there. But um, so, yeah, the, that's kind of the physical makeup of it. And um, the the three kind of parts of the organisation work in cohesion, as we said. So we have lots of, um, you know, someone might come and study with us and then they might um, do an internship in our production studio or they um, might end up, you know, working in our retail store or, um, you know, collaborating with us on uh, some of our label kind of um, designs and those sorts of things depending on their yeah amazing and you were saying you started in 2009 or the business started then what have been some of the highlights of the journey so far other than seeing all of these incredible people go through or maybe I've just answered it (laughs) so many highlights I mean I I guess the main one would have to be that we have supported um, over 780 students through our um, training programs so 
pretty amazing over 10 years um, and and just seeing some of those students go on to do all of the incredible things that they do. Um, and, and of that sort of 780, I think it's 89% have either gone on to further study or to, to get jobs um, and, you know, that they're passionate about. So that's, that's really cool. Um, and then I guess there's all of the other really cool, fun projects that we do along the way. We do do lots of sort of fashion collaborations we participate in all of the fashion festivals so you know we do vamp every year and it's not vamp anymore um but yeah so there's there's so many fun events and and moments that that we um create and we get to kind of contribute to Mm, certainly looks like a fun organization to be a part of everything that comes out of there um, is very bright and beautiful <laughs> um, and I think that has a lot to do with the collaborations but also the cultural input that you have there. Um, Luca this one's definitely for you we're getting a bit more technical here um, if we're looking at the social studios manufacturing supply chain so this is really about your production what does that process look like from uh, design to dispatch? Sure. So our production studio is run as a cut mate trim service. Um, we have a full team of makers who are employed to work on site. So we don't outsource any of the work from design to dispatch. The social studio team consists of a variety of skill sets. So we're able to control the whole process, which means everything is done under the one roof. That also lends to our mission of being able to create employment and training opportunities within manufacturing because we do have that full scope of knowledge and understanding. Um, it's a good opportunity for our students to, um, to see what, what happens in the workplace in, within the industry and to then have the opportunity to do things like internships um, and training programs. Yeah, and it seems quite inherent um, and obvious why your manufacturing is onshore, but what other benefits have you found from manufacturing locally? Sure. Um, there's definitely three things that stand out to me. Uh, the ability to be agile in business practices. So with recently with um, face masks, well, with COVID, we started um, making scrubs in the first lockdown and then come second lockdown, we acted within 24 hours to produce face masks. And I think on a local scale, that is so much easier. And that's just one example. I mean, there's also being able to adapt to what customers want quickly. Again, that comes to the face mask project, what's kind of relevant at the time, and also being able to oversee ethical practices and make sure that your staff are being treated fairly and that there's a connection between whoever's buying the product or making the product and understanding what, what actually goes into that behind the scenes. Yeah, definitely. I guess um, with you then there's no uh, outsourcing in that procedure. You're doing that all in-house, did you say? Absolutely, yeah, it's all done in-house. Yeah, incredible. Um, you talked about just then your capabilities to, I guess, pivot really quickly uh, and produce face masks for community use uh, during COVID-19. Can you tell us a bit more about this and how did it affect your business at the time? Sure. So during the first lockdown, we um, it was brought to our attention that uh, there was a scrub shortage in the healthcare industry. So we were approached by individuals to help manufacture some more scrub. So that was a really um, great opportunity to, for us to keep our staff employed. And then for the second lockdown, it was a great platform to us to react really quickly and understand what we needed to do to make the face masks happen as soon as the mandate came out. Um, so we worked with the DHHS to produce um, some compliant face masks and it 
we actually created two jobs during that time, which was pretty amazing given most businesses were letting go of staff. And it was, we were just really happy to be able to keep everyone employed and busy. Yeah, definitely. Luca, the Social Studios Australian production is accredited by Ethical Clothing Australia. How important is the ECA accreditation to you and what benefits has it brought to your business? Yeah, a lot of our clients approach us because they want to manufacture with an ethically accredited manufacturer. Um, it brings a lot, of, a lot of business to us just solely through the accreditation. I think it also creates more of an ethically educated industry the ECA has the wider audience and the ability to get that conversation going. Also through the COVID, I noticed that with government procurement programs, you had to be um, ethically accredited, which was really awesome, I thought, and meant that more local manufacturing would have signed up during that process. So yeah, ECA accreditation is a big part of our production studio and we were very known to have that accreditation. Yeah, right. We were actually talking about that in episode one of the Quick Unpick um, live episode with Angela Bell from ECA and Jenny Crucial from um, the union, uh, just about how fantastic it is. It's actually a part of the Victorian government policy when they are... um, Uh, using onshore manufacturing that it does need to be ethically accredited it's awesome that victoria has that in place and yeah i hope that um we can create some waves especially now that more and more people are seeing the benefits of onshore manufacturing alex back to you as a social enterprise you exist to give back and add value to the communities you exist in Um, how important is it to you that these values are reflected in both your your production and how you spend your profits yeah um absolutely it's obviously integral to to how we operate and why we exist um it's it's built into our business model so yes we are a social enterprise but we're also a not-for-profit and so um any revenue that we do generate um, through our production studio or retail is all filtered back into our education programs so that we can provide those free of charge So, um, or, or to create other kind of impact-based programs within the organisation for our community. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's essential and it's, it's a really... Um, important um, kind of part in social enterprise world there's this this term called mission drift and it's when you struggle to balance your core mission with um, with needing to sort of generate revenue and so by kind of always having our mission and our purpose sort of at the forefront of what we do which we're able to do because we actually have a dual funding model so we self-generate revenue but we also um, have external funding that we get through philanthropic funders and, and those sorts of organizations um, and so by, by having that dual funding model we're always able to, to stay on track with our mission and make sure that everything we do is about creating impact opportunities and and making sure that we're ethical and um, doing everything to sort of you know, to our values and and to to create those um, opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. If um, for our listeners at home who are interested in learning more and finding out more, um, how can they support the social studio? What's their best way to get involved? There are so many ways to support us. Um, You can obviously shop with us or make with us. Um, You can donate to us. So there's the um, ability to donate through our website. 
Um, and yeah, you can obviously also spread the word about us and, and share, you know, our story with everybody, follow us on social media. Um, yeah, they're, they're kind of, there's lots of ways to do that. We also have a really strong volunteer program. So we've got lots of people that come in and, and give their valuable time to us and their skills. So yeah, lots of ways to, to get involved. Fantastic. And yeah, for our listeners at home, strongly encourage you to go and check out the social studio. It is an absolute delight. Some really, really beautiful garments that's coming out of this brand and um alex and luca thanks so much for joining me on the quick unpick podcast today thanks thank you thanks so much the quick unpick is brought to you by ethical clothing australia in celebration of the 20th anniversary of their accreditation program and inaugural ethical clothing australia week This podcast is produced with assistance from the content division. Music is by Brisbane-based artist Sasha McLeod, also known as Psycho. That's S-Y-C-C-O. Catch the full first season of The Quick Unpick wherever you get your podcasts starting this October.